I hope I've found you on a great day and you're on your way home and you've got something amazing planned tonight. So last week we talked about not putting value on your body size and this was to avoid shame because shame is a rubbish feeling and it's not going to do you any good if you dwell in shame and just for doing things for the wrong reason. There is absolutely no reason why what you do in your life should be affected by the way you look. In actual fact, if you do things with more energy and more enthusiasm and more self-love, you're more likely to get to your health goals than if you dwell in shame and wanting to constantly change yourself. This week we're going to be talking about how to winterproof your mood. It is mid-December but it's still not too late to really plan ahead because we've got a couple more months in the UK of winter and we really need to know how to best serve our bodies in this season. So listen on. Welcome to the Motivational Monday podcast. I really hope to enter your ears on a Monday, give you something to give you some hope and some motivation for the week ahead to really take care of yourself to take some time for self-care, which in my opinion is moving your body and eating the right food. Because I truly believe that if we eat the good, some good food that gives us good feelings and then we move our body because of the energy that the food's released, we will therefore have more energy as a result, which will make us more motivated to start the cycle again. And that is all I believe that has to do with fitness. That is as simple as it gets. Eat good food, move your body, have more energy, repeat. So this week we're going to be talking about your winter mood. Now if you're anything like me, as the nights get darker or in my opinion the days get darker and colder, I actually find myself completely almost changing, it feels like my personality slightly. Everything changes, my oomph for life, my plans change, the amount of people that I see change, the way my body feels changes and if you're in the UK right now you may be experiencing the same thing. They say that you know only 6% of us suffer from SAD which stands for seasonal affective disorder but you know maybe we all kind of experience it in some sort of way but maybe it's not so prominent in some people and it is in others but you may be experiencing similar things to me. For example, in the summer, generally, I can decide to do something in terms of my exercise. I'm going to just go for a walk and I'll do it. Now I'll be like, I know that I need to go for a walk, but my knees actually hurt when it's cold. So there's just more barriers, in my opinion, in the winter to moving your body, which is what we all know on this podcast is literally what exercise is. It is just moving our bodies more. So if you find yourself with similar symptoms to SAD or just a lower winter mood, what what can you be feeling? Now, some of the symptoms that I experience, but if you have your own, please do send them in, are low energy. I find that if you if my energy was on a chart, it would definitely be plummeting right now. I find in the summer I can fit a full day's worth of stuff in and I love it and I just go through it. And then in the winter I set the same amount and then literally I feel like 
that amount diminishes as the day goes on and then it hits a mid-afternoon and I'm like I don't think I can do anything else you know my energy is depleting so low energy for me in the winter um the other one is low mood I have less I feel like there is a less chance that I can just happen to be in a good mood I feel like I have to work for my mood to be more positive in the winter and you know there is science that goes with this in terms of our brains respond to brighter colors and in the summer we don't see brightness much anymore the sun doesn't make much of an appearance and so there isn't so much stimulus for our body to be creating the good mood in our brain So we need to try and work out how we can make that happen for ourselves instead. So your low mood isn't just because you are rubbish. There is science that backs it that is kind of you against the world in the winter, especially in the UK. Another symptom that you may experience is poor sleep. So as our bodies struggle to decipher between night and day, because literally because of the lack of light, those typical things that you experience when the sun is setting and things are happening in your brain that you may not even be noticing in the summer, they're not really happening in the winter. And so it's hard to go from a dark room in the daytime to a dark room at the nighttime and for your brain to naturally realize that it's actually coming towards bedtime. And then we don't release the same amount of um, hormones that, you know, like melatonin that kind of Um, brings on the things that we need to get to sleep quickly. So you may be experiencing poor sleep and then obviously low motivation. And I repeat this on top of energy because, you know, you might have lots of energy in the winter. You may not be affected by that, but your motivation has changed. Um, You are struggling to have vision for the reason why you've got to do things And so your motivation levels are low. So here's some of just the standard symptoms that you can experience if you struggle from any kind of seasonal affective disorder. And when you are colder in general, it means you're less likely to want to be active. That is that is the case. I mean, there's actually science that's shown that your body responds really well to training in the winter, but you are not as ready you're not in a ready state as often as you are in the summer and so yes the actual the it gets harder in the winter to actually go from being still to moving than in the summer where you can generally kind of jump up and get going so it's not just you it is everyone and I really want you to take some time to think about that because for every day that I wake up feeling a little bit rubbish and I tell myself it's because I'm rubbish That means it's going to be harder for me to change around all of these symptoms because I'm just literally flooding the shame onto my body. And we don't want to be doing that. We want to be taking action and changing it because it is within our control. So what is the best thing that we can do about it? What can we do to change this for ourselves? And I actually believe the number one thing we can do is to plan ahead. This is so underrated and actually you kind of may be a little bit disappointed by that answer but I actually believe that you should right now go ahead in your calendar on your phone or however you use diaries and timelines in your life and set yourself either a reminder or an event maybe in like November, December time or even October and just remind yourself and say 
you are about to feel a little bit rubbish. Here is what worked for me last year. And then as we go through the next month, I really want you to be writing a little bit of a journal. And I don't mean that in a in a hectic way. I mean, every single day, maybe a smiley face if you woke up feeling good, a sad face if you woke up feeling rubbish, or at another point of the day, maybe one or two lines below it as to how you're truly feeling that day. And then perhaps even add something that you notice has helped you in that day so that you can remind yourself for this next year. If you have it in your diary this time next year that says, don't worry, Sarah, you're not an idiot. It is natural that you're feeling this way right now. You felt this way last year and give yourself a little bit of slack. Make sure that you're not beating yourself up about this. You struggle in December and here are some of the things that have helped you. So really what you're doing is you're actually investing in your future self. You don't have to be feeling this way so badly next year if you take the time out to do this now. So what I want you to do is over the next couple of weeks, keep journaling about how you're feeling and then keep trying some new things to help boost your mood. And the last thing I want you to do, and this is what I really struggle with every winter in this fitness industry or whatever healthcare industry, it's focusing so much on January. But if you focus on starting in January, you're more likely to then start in February, which means that's like two months time of you feeling rubbish and then actually making a start and making a change in February. So I want you to be feeling good today and there is things in your control that you could be doing today that will naturally boost your mood today so that by the time you do get to February or even to summer next year you're on a higher level of self-worth, self-confidence on your journey towards your health. You know this is your chance to start right now and you the reason why you should is because you can feel the effects right now. There's no two ways about it. I don't believe that we should always be moving our bodies just for this greater goal in one year's time to have a six pack because that's too long to get a reward. We want the reward today. So let's focus on activities that we can do every single day to boost our mood every single day. But you do need to take some time to decide, to to reflect on what you've done and decide whether it was right for you or not so that you can be writing in your diary for next winter. This worked for you. This didn't work for you. So here's some ideas of what we can be doing over this winter to boost our mood on a daily basis. Okay. the first thing is to plan to be outside as much as possible. Now, obviously, this is obvious. I think we all know that now that lack of vitamin D really isn't good for our bodies and typically we don't really get much in the winter because we don't see the sunshine but there are times where the sun is out and if you're not prepared enough to be outside when the sun is out this sounds obvious but it's so important if you are prepared to be out when the sun is out that means you can actually get out when the sun is out and you can gauge with the sun and soak up some of that vitamin D and again it sounds obvious but I did not invest in a winter coat last year and so I just suffered and just didn't really get outside whereas this year I thought to myself I'm gonna go and get a coat 
and I got one from a charity sale and I went and got some gloves and I've invested in some thermal pants and um, top for myself because if I don't do that I will not get outside even when the sun is out. So plan to be outside, have a list of things that are open in the winter that has a coffee shop so that when as soon as the sun comes out you get to that park, you get to that country estate or whatever and you're you're manned and prepped and ready, you've got your thermal flask or whatever it is that you need in order to get outside. So start planning that, have an outdoor buddy that you ring up as soon as the sun's out and say let's go climb this hill and um, just get it done. So your first one is plan to be outside when the sun out is out as much as possible. The second one is to plan to do tasks that require a lot of energy. So high energy tasks during high energy phases. Okay, so this takes a little bit of reflection again. You need to know when your body has got the most amount of energy. Now, this could be literally in November. You could say, I love autumn and I love the leaves coming down. And so therefore, in November, I am going to plan high energy activities in November so that in December I can really truly sit back and kind of dwell in the feeling of but not have high energy tasks so for example and again don't let this be sound too extreme you could batch cook all your cooking all your meals for December in November if that's what helps you to live an energetic as much of an energetic lifestyle as you can in December because you've already planned and you've already made your meals and all you've got to do is heat them up, then do that in November. Do stuff that requires energy when you've got the energy. And if it's not November, but you know that you're more of a morning person or you're more of a nighttime person, plan high energy tasks for your high energy phases, whether that's morning, evening, November, July, Just know yourself and I think that has so much value in planning ahead. My third point for you is to invest and I don't really say that lightly. I don't like telling people to buy stuff but something that's really worked for me is a sunrise lamp. Now you can buy sunrise lamps and you can buy um, SAD lights, SAD lights Um, and SAD lights you have to spend quite a lot of time um, sat in front of them in order for um, the science to work in your brain where your body responds to the light and you kind of give it a bit of a fake summer um, feeling which is great and it works if you've got the time to sit in front of that light and you've got to sit quite close so it could be at your desk for example Um, or you can just invest in a sunrise lamp it doesn't do the same thing but it has helped with my sleep a lot So when I go to bed, I put my sunrise lamp on or sunset lamp on and it sets out a bright light. And so I'm getting my bedroom ready and getting everything ready for bed. And then by the time I've actually got into bed, which is about five minutes later, the sun has already started to set. So the light is dimming over time and it's set to 20 minutes mine. So that's five minutes gone. And then I'm laying in bed for five minutes and either reading or just thinking about the day. And then it's dimming even more. And then I start to close my eyes, but I can still kind of see a bit of light. And I watch the sunrise go down and I think about my breathing. And I generally can go to bed now 
over that 20 minute period and actually fall asleep because I've been trying to study my sleep recently because I was not having a great time with sleep. And it's actually done amazing things for me. And it does the opposite in the morning too. It, when you set the timer, it will start to make the sun rise. And it really has helped my brain to actually feel ready to get up when it is time to get up. So maybe an SAD light or a sunrise lamp is a good investment for you. Something worth trying and if not, gift it to someone else. And then my final tip, obviously, is to move your body. I think it is the most underrated, cheapest option you have and you have to do it. There's no two ways about it. We cannot wait until January, February, March, April, May, June to move our bodies. The reward is literally waiting for you in five minutes time. And you know me, the the biggest barrier I feel that people struggle with when it comes to exercise is the fact that they don't know what to do or that they think exercise takes an hour. And the best thing you can do here is be prepared. Okay, to motivate you to do that, I want to just describe the hormones to you that will come as a result of moving your body. The first one is dopamine. Okay, so your happiness hormone. This brings the feeling of happiness and accomplishment. And we love that. Everybody's got to love that. So where you can dread your exercise, you can come out feeling awesome and capable. And even maybe, I don't want to get dramatic here, but you could even be ready for the next bit. You could actually go into it thinking, I'm just going to do two minutes. And I generally believe that everyone comes out of it thinking that they could potentially do another two minutes. So dopamine, it's going to hit you as soon as you start moving your body because your body wants to be moved. And that's how it rewards your brain. The other hormone is serotonin and this improves our sleep cycles. So not only does exercise give you more energy, it also helps you to relax at night. It also helps your appetite and your overall mood serotonin. And these are three things that we definitely lack in um, winter, you know, that really we really struggle with. So they're so important to us feeling like who we are. And then the final one is noradrenaline, which boosts our ability to concentrate, which is actually why I think that you shouldn't really exercise so close to bedtime. But we experience a lift and a happy, we feel happier and we feel sharper. So I really do encourage everyone to have an idea of something you can do mid-afternoon where you're really feeling that slump where the sun's setting, but you know you've still got a few more hours of work to do have a workout ready that can increase your focus and help you to defeat that slump. So those are three hormones that you can rely upon. You can literally use them as if you would use paracetamol on a day after drinking. You can rely on them, okay? But again, we know that your motivation's low. So let's think about this. What I want you to do after you've listened to this podcast and over the next couple of weeks is to develop a mood board like a reference board of things that work for you know work for you because you've tried and tested them and what I mean by that and I've and I've shared this quite a few times and it's actually on the fitting in fitness app if you want to go on there and have a look under the health as a habit course is that I want you to have a table of things that you naturally feel on a day-to-day or week-by-week basis so on a week-by-week basis I can pretty much guarantee you that I'll feel tired happy busy, overwhelmed, 
at all different stages of um, the week, okay? And so because I can anticipate those feelings are part of my cycle, I can plan what I'm going to do in response to them. So the, the feeling is the cue. When I feel tired, I know that by walking one mile, I'm going to get a better mood uh, because the fresh air renews my mind, my joints are loosened and the change of scenery sparks my creativity. And actually my tiredness then flips itself on the head and I feel energized. That's something that I've worked out because because I'm tired, I don't really want to do a high intensity workout, but walking one mile makes me feel amazing. Whereas I know that when I'm happy and I do plan for the happy times, I like to do my favorite workout, which is on my board that I can quickly reference. I don't have to be thinking up crazy workouts. It's on my board. It's a long chipper workout, which means it's about 15 minutes long and I can just do it at home. It helps me to stay in the happy zone for longer. And, you know, because I'm doing things that I enjoy and that I love. If I'm feeling busy, I literally have got one minute challenges written down on the board literally with the score on it too so that I can try and beat something so not only am I timing it so it's only going to take one minute but I'm also trying to beat something which kind of helps you to feel productive and it proves to me that there is time and I want to try and therefore repeat it in the same day because you can always fit in two minutes you know one minute in the morning one minute in the afternoon and quite often it leaves you wanting more and kind of refocuses your mind to know that there is more okay so that is my table for example and it is on the app so you can have a look at it and and kind of compare it to something that you would like but yours doesn't have to be completely exercise based it could be that you know that when you're feeling low self-esteem that you like to go shopping you know but by having that as a reference and it's ready for you I think that is so so valuable and that is it so I really feel to summarize that you need to remember that it's not your fault that you are feeling low in winter but it is in your control to mood boost your mood okay by planning ahead and whether that means planning a year ahead if it means planning a week ahead, if it means planning some references so that the choices are limited when you are feeling low, if it means investing in some technology, if it means taking some time to write down what you're doing and reflect on how it's making you feel. These are all things that are within our control to boost our mood in winter. I hope this has helped you and I would love to hear if it works for you. And if you have any tips for me, I still need help. So please do get in touch. I hope you have a great week and I hope this one is energetic and full of passion and purpose. All right, make sure you smile at five people tomorrow for me and I will see you this time next week. 